Hello and welcome back to Minions and Misfits. Hi, hey, folks. Now, unfortunately, our boy Dylan, who is the voice of our uh, Jake in the Box, is a little bit under the weather, and so on this uh, fantabulous July Fourth weekend, we're going to bring you a nice little one shot to kind of go in between all of this wonderful summery goodness in our Babes in the Wood campaign. But uh, shout out to our one listener in Germany. Or I guess we have a few listeners in Germany. Like we have several downloads. So guten Abend. Wow. We see you and we love you. Yeah. We have Germany German sounds listeners. cool. Thanks for having it a does. cool country. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh Cameron, what game are we gonna be playing? Well, since Dylan is under the weather, I was looking through my uh I won't call it vast, but I will call it a trove of uh role playing material. I found a game that I've been wanting to play, um, the name of which is kind of, you know, a little bit of a naughty word, um, but we'll just say that it is synonymous with an illegitimate son. Um, it's a fantastic game. If you're cool with, uh, with using that word all the time, <laughs> then you should definitely search it up. Um, uh, it's a... Fantastic, portable, all of the material for it is, I think, is it like A5 sized? It's basically, you can fit, I've got six or seven modules for it. I could stack them all up and fit them in my back pocket. Um, it's when fantastic. you say naughty word, I think of like those like 50s level, like, like oh, the word bottom or angles or like, <laughs> like it's a naughty word. You're a like dumb geez. Dora. <laughs> yeah. By, Golly. Bas- basically, by some people's definitions, it could be considered a curse word. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we'll are uh, we we'll just let you guys piece that together from the information we've given you. Yeah. I will go ahead and tell you who it's written by. So we're, that we're giving him credit or giving them credit. Excuse me. Um, it is by a, a fabulous RPG creator called Micah Anderson. Uh, you can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Itch, I believe. Uh, they make all kinds of stuff. And then we'll be playing a module by Manaramp Matt, who you can also find on Twitter and Itch. Uh, does a lot of, has done a lot of fantastic work for this uh, particular game and others. I think um, Mouse Ritter is another game that both of them are frequently involved in. Uh, which is probably a game that we'll get into sometime on the podcast. Um, it's, imagine D&D, but you're playing as mice. I'm in. What could be better? Oh, man. Um, so much in the grand scheme of games that Cam is interested in, this game is very pick up and play. We got three stats. We got single D20s. Uh, we are rolling 3D6 for our stats, but uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Sweet. Uh, what level of magic is there in this world? Or are we playing as like people with sticks? Uh, relatively low. There is magic. Um, wizard is a potential class that you can start as. Um, 
we could we can probably get into it more in detail another time but the the way magic works in this system is pretty interesting you basically you learn words of power mm. and you combine them in different ways to to make different effects um for example, uh, you basically you have a word that is an action and a word that is an object, and you can combine these words in different ways for different things. Makes sense. But to start off, we have three stats, the best number of stats. Mm. Uh, we have strength, which is exactly what you think, dexterity, again, exactly what you think, and wisdom, once again. Very simple, cut and dry. Uh, we are just rolling 3d6 for each stat. Uh, do we get to like organize them, or is it just like straight up? Uh, in this case, I will let you guys organize them however you like. All right. Rebecca, ladies first. All right. Ooh. Fairly middling. We've got five, four, and three. Are those like the stats, or do you add those together to make one stat? You add them together. Oh. Oh, so it's three for yeah. each um, thing. Yeah, three d6 three for each stat. Let me write some numbers down. I was like, ah, I can remember these. I'll just <laughs> leave it right here. <laughs> no. Okay, While you do so that, you want me to roll my first stat? Yes, because math is hard for me. Sweet, nine. That Oh, that's not good. Hmm. <laughs> Ten, on 3d6, I do believe 10 is average, so. Sweet. Time for stat number Oh, two. I got an 18. I got <gasps> a legit 18. Nice. Yeah, boy. I got a 10, so 12 and 10 so far. Same time, Sam? My last. Ah! Oh, I got a 17. It's a 12. Wow. Another 12. I can't <laughs> I'm not like like I, do I have to show you to legitimize it? No. But like it's oh no, you're good. Like I can't. It's even, pretty exciting. I know. You're and really good at two like things. A Forty-five minute game. <laughs> yeah. And I'm middling to fair at at uh at one. Hey. One thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go into a little bit more detail about our our, our stats. So strength. Like I said, it's your it's your physical prowess used for melee attacks, determining how many inventory slots you have, and your starting HP. Um, dexterity used for range attacks and stealthiness. Wisdom used to cast spells, determine initiative, and the number of spell slots that you have. Um, well, I guess are there different races like in D and D and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh no, so your you can for flavor's sake you can say you're playing whatever you'd like to. Um, classes are determined. Your class is determined by your starting HP, which we'll get to in just a Ooh. second. I'd love to find okay. that out first. Flush out the rest. Um. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. What do you? What are your? What is yours going to be, Rebecca? I'm curious. I mean, where my brain is going first is I'm thinking about, like, our characters' relationship. Like, are they siblings? Mm -hmm. Are they maybe just two folks that are, like, working together to go try to rob this ancient ruin? Like, partners in crime? Uh, is one a mentor? Is one a parent? Like, what is our relationship? I was thinking, like, I could be, the like, the pet dog. 
And then I rolled a 17 and an 18. So I might just be a very capable animal. A very capable animal. That'd be pretty cool. More like a pet bear. Have like a ranger situation. I would love to find out what the class is. So we can like, if we need to roll that. So that we can we can know, have a better idea of what yeah, this might so, look like. Um, but I like this this animal companion idea. I think I think yeah. we need to assign strength based on our stats, and that tells us our class, right, Cam? Uh, so you assign strength. That okay. Your strength value gives you um, your strength value plus one d six is your starting health. So what you roll on that one d six is what determines your class. Oh man. Okay. I. What do I want to put for strength? Um, do you, my, do you want to be the muscle, or do you want, or should, what? I? My highest is twelve. Oof. So I, I've got two twelves and a ten. I'm gonna be pretty average at everything. So I feel like if we want a muscle, that. it should be you. And since we're not like going and trying to negotiate a peace treaty, we're gonna go into a dungeon, I think we want strength. So you should, right. you should I go will put, strong. I will put, um, strong. I'll put my uh, 17 on strength, my nine on dex, and my 18 on wisdom, just because I'm curious what a strong wise boy is like. I like it. Uh-huh. That does the, feel like uh, a strong bear. strong silent type. Or a wolf. They don't, they don't talk a lot, but We've when they do, bears, people listen. Bears again. Wolf, it Make is. Make me a honey badger. <laughs> yeah. But honey badgers don't care and won't be invested in our plot. Just my, I, I'm in about 30 seconds of the thing. I just run off I feel... to attack a tree somewhere. <laughs> honey badgers. Honey badger did care. He cared a lot. <laughs> and this is the story of how he learned not to care. His tragic backstory. Okay. But I will assign my lowest stat to strength. Um, my 10. And then my other two, I will do wisdom and dex. Sounds right. good. So should All I right. roll a d6 to, to add to my strength for my health? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. So roll a d6. I rolled a 2. So I, I rolled a 1. Health. Oof. We're right. not going to live very long. Uh, Rebecca, you are a wizard. Ooh. Oh, uh, you start with three spells and can read all languages. Ooh. Uh, Sam, you are a diviner. You start with one spell, and you may cast bones or pull cards to point the way mm. to a stated destination. Ooh. A diviner, okay. So I can so, cast bones. Can I just? Okay. It, does, cast it doesn't bones, have to. It doesn't have to be. No, no. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like find bones and be like, "Kid, you got it." <laughs> I'm gonna take you all the way, and I'll follow the bones until I get money. <laughs> That's what casting bones means, right? <laughs> yeah. <Basically. laughs> Um, you also, so your health is, again, it's your strength plus whatever you just rolled on, on that. So I think Sam, that means you have a 19, 19 hit points. I do. And I can take a hit. And with these bones, we're going to need lots of hits. Rebecca, you said you had 10 in your strength. So you have 11, 
HP total? I can think about a hit and then die from thinking about it. <laughs> um, you also each have a luck stat. There's a luck stat in this game. Ooh. Um, your starting luck is equal to half of your highest stat. Nine. I have nine Six. luck. I know what I want to be now. Uh, you may spend a point of luck to have things go your way, or to test your luck, roll a d20 under your current luck to avoid catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Whether you succeed or fail, you reduce your luck by one, and then every morning your luck is reset to its starting value. Mm. All right, so what do we need to roll next? I think, Rebecca, mm-hmm. I want to be your character's pet stoat. Stoat, isn't that very strong? A kind stoat. of whiz, like a weasel type thing. Yeah, it's like a little oh river weasel. I gotta look it's up the act, stoat. It's my Patronus, and I love stoats. They're adorable. I was gonna be a, a raccoon, but I feel like, oh. uh, considering today's climate, talking raccoons are a bit played out. <laughs> stoats. That's S T O A T, right? Yes, ma'am. Also known as the Eurasian ermine. Um also known as freaking adorable. They're so cute. They I'm are very adorable. Stout. I love it. Who is like really strong for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, like twice as strong as the average human, essentially. I'm a magic stout. <laughs> Yay. All right. Uh, you each start with a cloak, three torches, three rations, a water skin, and a knife. Are mine Stoat size? Yes. <laughs> cloak? Adorable. A little stoat Rations. cloak. <laughs> Three torches. And then what else? A dagger, did you say? Uh, a water skin and a knife, yeah. List, yeah, list, uh, list them all again. One cloak. It's less, of, less like a, it's less like a dagger, more like a, you know, sort of, like a, a uh, pocket knife, but not really like the a utility. Kind of clothes, just utility like, knife. Yeah. So a cloak, less useful three as a weapon, and more so. Cloak, three torches, three rations, okay. water skin, and a knife. And then each of you roll a d6 to see what your starting weapon and associated ability are. I rolled a six. I will be right back. Okay. Uh, so, Sam, as a stoat, you, uh, w- since you rolled a six, you start with a piece of armor, and you get to roll again. Ooh. It's up to you which, uh, so armor comes in, it's basically the um, divided up by body part. Helmet, uh, cuirass, greaves, gauntlets. Let me look up what a stoat would wear. Stoat armor. What will Google show me? Um, so if neither if neither of you have ever uh read Mouse Guard, you absolutely should. I think a stoat no. needs a good helmet. And it would look I, I so cute. I need a good helmet as a stoat. Yeah. That yeah, that sounds good. So I have a helmet and then I get to roll again? Yep, yeah. Oh, four. Uh okay, you have a medium weapon. Ooh. Uh and plus 1 attack per round. Ooh. Plus one attack. I like that. Uh, what's a medium weapon in this game? 
I would consider a medium weapon to be, let's see, like a longsword. Could he replace it with... Basically a, a hand and a half kind of sword. Could he use his claws and teeth, but roll for, for the whatever the number is? Sure. I feel like... Get he, creative. In my mind, this stoat has definitely rifled through a lot of trash. So I think it would be a type of trash that he uses in conjunction with his teeth. Um, okay. I feel like, no, I know. He got like the end pieces of several forks and kind of put one on each hand. So he has uh, like uh, claws and then some. So sharpened right. forks. Nice. I like it. And it would technically be two-handed. So would okay. how many attack? You let me know how many attacks that equals out to because he has like two hands of forks, two fork <laughs> hands. Of forks. We'll say that's still just two attacks. Okay. Normally you would get one attack per round, but since you get plus one, you're getting two attacks around. Nice. Fork hands. Now what do I need to Let's roll? See. Just one d six. Yep, one d six. Alrighty. That's a five. All right, well, just, let's see. So you have a, where did it go? A heavy or ranged weapon, and you have advantage on healing rolls. Ooh. We'll go with ranged. So I think I'll go with a crossbow flavor-wise, if that's okay. That sounds good. What's your character like, Rebecca? I was thinking of using... A wizard character I already have in my head uh, named Thelka. She is a traveler and a bit of an anthropologist. She loves recording the stories and histories uh, and, yeah, probably more history than anthropology of different people. So I'm imagining, since it's a dungeon run, we are uh, somehow we've found each other and Thelka is trying to find some artifacts. I think, um, what if, I feel like a good element of humor, because we have a minion and or misfit, because mm -hmm. the show is called Minions and Misfits. Mm -hmm. What if you've already used the most powerful spell, because he said that spells are limited kind mm -hmm. of in this world. Like you've already used the most powerful spell you've ever had to accidentally turn me into a stoat. <laughs> and so all the, all the spells you have now are kind of like, oh, well, now we're going to work my way back up to that. <laughs> Incredible. I like that idea. I I hired you and I was like, oh, well, I I found this spell that will give you incredible power. Now, do I put the E before or after the C? <laughs> I think it's this way. And then you turn into a stoat. <laughs> You, you couldn't you didn't know if it was strength or stoat, but you said stoat. <laughs> I don't speak this language. I'm from very far away. Okay, but so, he has uh, since embraced his personality as a stoat, and when he has his helmet on, he becomes vengeance, the stoat. <laughs> vengeance. Uh, each of your stoat. weapons each of your weapons do D6 damage. Alright, sweet. My fork hand. Okay, so now both of you have spells, so let's move on in spells. Ooh. Stoop. Okay, spell. 
Right, if Stoke you start spells. with a spell, roll on the following list. By default, spell effects last 10 minutes until, or until you cast another. Spells that deal damage do a d6 per caster level. Uh, spells can be reversed. Summon light can become dispel light, for instance. Can all the number of spells in your head per day equal to your wisdom? Okay, so um, we'll do Rebecca's uh, spells first. Roll... See, roll a d20 twice. I just realized I'm basically playing the character of Shredder from Ninja Turtles, but as a stoke. <laughs> yeah, you're like European Shredder. <laughs> yeah. Cute. That's a nine and if a. If you were to mix. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. A nine and a 13. Nine and a 13. <laughs> See through air. Oh. Oh. That's a bit disappointing. Well, let's, uh, as sort of um, vague as some of these spells can be, it's up to you to decide how you want to interpret what that could mean. You can get creative with Ooh. the way you interpret what those words mean. That's more fun. Do I need to roll? I get three spells. Do I roll three more times? Yep. So, yep. Or two more times. Oh, yeah. That's how math works. Um, that's a 14 and a 6, a total of mm -hmm. 20. Breathe stone. Breathe Ooh. stone. This is fascinating. I imagine you just burp out a pebble every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> just coughs up sand. And finally, a total, well, a 10 and a 16. A 10 and a 16. <laughs> Engorge ghost. Ooh. I imagine that could be actually very useful for our purposes. And then, uh, Sam, you have two spells, so go ahead and roll me a d20 twice. Oh, I thought I only times. had the one. Or do I have two? Um, let me... Diviner. Diviner. Uh, one spell, sorry. Yeah. I'll take so two. Roll a d20 twice. I got a 12 and a 16. Uh, okay. Solidify slash liquefy ghost. Ooh. Vengeance the stoat has a little bit of necromancy abilities uh, that, he's, that he's not telling us about. Vengeance. And his name when he doesn't have his helmet on, however, is Baguette. <laughs> um, Baguette. I love it. My, my name is how you say... Baguette. <laughs> Sorry to the two French listeners out there. <laughs> Shouldn't name something that... like Strudel for our German listeners. <laughs> and that's character creation. Uh, Strudel. 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 Strudel is his cousin. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, everybody in his family is just named after different kinds of bread. <laughs> just different pastries. That's my family. That's my sister Chipata. Mm. There's our cousin Danish. <laughs> They're very distant uh, relatives to Muffin in our other campaign. <laughs> very <Yes>. distant. <laughs> okay, so let's get into Blade in the Burning Peak now that we know our characters. Um. 
Remind me what your names are again. Elthus and Thelka. Baguette. Thelka, sorry. T-H-E-L-K-A. Thelka or Thelka? Thelka. Thelka. T-H. The Elka. Yeah. The Elk. The Elka. <laughs> the Elka. <laughs> um, I am a baguette, but when I have my helmet on, I become vengeance. Vengeance. The stoat. It has been several months since Thelka and Baguette uh, first arrived at the uh, the Blackened Coast. Um, and the entire time they've been here, they've been hearing stories about something that resides inside the Burning Peak and the uh, the treasure that is rumored to be there. It's so near the as... overdone caverns next to the crispy <laughs> fountains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the blackened the blackened Caesar Ridge if you get to the undercooked dough you've gone too far Uh, you've gone too deep but once you pass Um, Krusty Castle you just take a left and you're there Krusty Castle so as any aspiring adventurers would do they go there Um, and as you approach this uh, this imposing mountain with a thin wisp of smoke drifting out of the top, um, a line of the legend that you guys have heard uh, kind of echoes through your head. Her breath is sulfur, her lungs bellow ash, deep in her pierced heart, a blade in the burning peak. Thelka repeats this ominous line to Baguette, who I'm imagining is like on her shoulders, oh, yeah. sort of draped around her yeah. neck, like, like a like a mink on shawl. One, one of those. <laughs> and when Baguette hears this, he goes ah, and he kind of like reaches down into the backpack and he kind of gets a small metal helmet and puts it on, and just kind of brandishes his fork in the hands. <laughs> <laughs> His, his forking hand. Forkin'. We're nearly here. His beforked hands. And he kind of he he like kind of slithers onto the ground. He says, "Blade in the ground." Ha! And he kind of like stabs the ground with his fork hand. <laughs> <laughs> he stabs the ground and looks up. He realizes that in front of him is the uh, the mine shaft that is rumored to. Uh, present the way into the burning peak itself i was metaphorical (laughs) yes i knew that was there the whole time did we um did we pack any rope i think that would have been a good thing to pack i don't have a rope but i have my he branches his hands again my four cans I bet at least you could climb down this uh, this mine shaft, but well, if there's a mine shaft, maybe there's a mine lift. Maybe. Ah. Yes. Um, can I use kind of wisdom to scout the area because I feel like he would scuttle about trying to see what's up. 
being as stealthy yeah. as a stoat wearing a helmet and fork for hands could be. <laughs> right. There's just like a rattling sound <laughs> yeah. as he just kind of scuttles around the area looking yeah, for ding, stuff. Ding, ding, ding. And just to clarify, um, I can cast my wisdom in spells per day. Is that, is that uh honest? yes okay i would yeah. like to cast my first spell if i may mm-hmm. to see through air <clears throat> i would like to kneel by the mine shaft and just like blow towards the mine shaft and using this spell i would like to see through the currents of the air going down into the earth and see what i can see down there oh you I like that powers whoa Spell takes the last 10 minutes. Okay, so you don't really have to roll anything here. Um, so you're not like trying to target anybody or anything. So just mark off a uh, spell slot. And you see it is not actually vertical all the way down. It's vertical for maybe mm, six feet or so. And then it reaches sort of a slope that is shallow enough to stand on and continues down into the dark um, which your spell sort of allows you to see how it carries on down for the next uh, 30 to 40 feet. It's clearly been abandoned for a very long time. Fantastic. Do you see anything? Vengeance? You're, you're vengeance now, right? With the helmet? And he kind of like, his, his uh, helmed head just pokes up. Yes. Ah. Um, uh, can I roll to see if I see anything? Uh, you don't. Uh, you don't have to roll. Um, so you see, there is sort of a an abandoned, probably what used to be a crate and some barrels, but it's sort of been smashed up or decayed. Uh, probably just a spot where some whoever was mining this area left supplies. Um, you see a coil of rope. It looks pretty old. Uh, it's iffy whether or not you would be actually able to use it, uh, but it's worth a shot. I drag it over to Thelka. Ah, perfect. Thankfully, it's not a straight shot down, so I'm going to take my cloak and I'm going to wrap it around my waist so I can kind of like scoot down. It's going to protect my bum, pretty much. Um, so if I do lose my traction as I'm like scooting down... I won't like bruise my tailbone, <laughs> but we'll use like this rope to try to help too. Nothing hurts an adventure like a bruised tailbone. I'll mess you up. I feel, <laughs> I feel like a steep, uh, like decline is not really a big threat to a stoat because I feel like I'm definitely like used to it. So I want to like glide down the rail, like slide down it dragging my forehand behind me like leaving a trail of sparks yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I being love... way too loud and unnecessary right and meanwhile uh delga is just sort of like but i'd like to take the rope and try to tie it off somewhere down and maybe like use that as a little yeah. extra help yeah there's plenty of like rocky outcroppings that okay. you could uh that you could tie off to yeah what took you so long I didn't want to break the rope. <laughs> we'll want it on the way she gets out, down too. At, she gets to the bottom like 10 seconds after he does, but he still <laughs> says that. <laughs> hmm. He kind of like scuttles along. 
Gonna take out one of the torches since it's dark and get that lit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, he uh, goes, <laughs> the night is my friend. <laughs> I am the night. Well, it, I... does he have, do stoats have dark vision? I feel like they're nocturnal. Uh, they're probably crepuscular, if I had to guess. What's crepuscular? Uh, dawn. They're active at dawn and dusk. <sighs> dawn. Dawn is my friend. <laughs> and also dusk. And also dusk. <laughs> they were really sweet. I, had to met them a favorite. In, I met them in town. They were very nice people. No, I mean the times. He kind of like waves his, his forked hands up. <laughs> it's all part of the persona, you see. Right. <laughs> In that, nowadays, all the great heroes are gone, so he's trying to build a brand around the vengeance. <laughs> who's who's a much less well-tempered... It's a much more ill-tempered person than Baguette actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when we tell like, the story, uh, we Batman, can just say Bruce it was Wayne, dusk. Except imagine if Batman was Bruce Wayne trying to have a bad attitude when he didn't actually have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the torch sort of lights your way uh, there's you know there's more of these sort of busted up pieces of mining equipment uh, cart that's missing both of its wheels um, buttresses that are sort of sort of starting to bow under the weight of the uh, the ages that they've been down there um, clearly and uh, the People in the nearby village have told you as much, but um, it's been generations since the last time this mine was active. Um, practically uh, beyond living, before living memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the shaft continues on and winds a little bit slightly and opens into uh, not not something you would expect to see in a mine, but sort of a study a room set up kind of like a study there's a an ornate wooden desk that's been overturned uh shelves that have toppled and long since been emptied out but there's a trophy case that seems oddly untouched and inside of it is a sort of mannequin head around which has been wrapped a strange scarf that appears to be covered in magical runes or glyphs um can I he's gonna pull out um out of his cloak because he's all of this is uh, this whole stoat like is basically again think like Batman like just <laughs> mostly cloak with yeah. like fork hands occasionally coming out and like a yeah. helmet on top like a shiny silver helmet on top um he's gonna kind of reach inside his cloak and just put a small like two inch long bone and pluck it on the floor and be like you can like open up his helmet (laughs) okay kid this is your chance should I get that scarf I like to uh, to see I'm on his chin I'm imagining that it's a like a just a wishbone from a chicken that he had for breakfast (laughs) oh for sure for sure (laughs) it like uh he throws it on the floor and asks the question and it sort of uh, like rattles a little bit and then pops up onto its two little wishbone feet. Oh my goodness. And just sort of toddles over towards the uh, the case. Um, 
That looks like a yes to me. He's a star. And kind of <laughs> closes the helmet. And you're going to grab a small pebble and just throw it at the glass of the case? Okay. It uh, it tinks off of the glass. Um, okay, how small slightly, of a... Slightly heavier pebble to throw it. Okay, this one kind of makes more of a smack noise, but it doesn't. Hold, still doesn't quite break hold it. Hold on, hold on. You see how other things in this room are toppled over? Hmm. And he kind of goes to the back of the shelf and starts Wait, to Wait, like, no, no, stop, stop, stop. That's the thing. This is the one thing nobody pushed over, which makes me think it may be protected by magical means. Let me see if I can get this spell to work. I would like to try Engorge Ghost. And let me tell you how I wanna how I wanna try to get this to work. I would Go like on. to try to engorge the ghost, the memory in this place of people who used to open this cabinet. I wonder if I could like engorge is like make bigger, fill it up like this this memory in the spirit of this room. I would like to make it more solid so I can project an image of somebody reaching in and getting this scarf in the past. Okay. I like it. Sweet. So, uh, Thelka sort of does whatever her, her magic is. She, like, whispers some some uh, magical phrases and words. Um, sort of a... An after image, a blur of a, uh, of a humanoid figure, sort of... It kind of plays in a loop, almost, um... But you can see like where the you can see the outlines of where the shelves used to be are sort of uh, faintly glowing. The outline of where the desk was standing, and you can see this figure sort of moving in patterns across the room. You see it locking and unlocking this case with a uh, with a key. Huh. Uh, now would be a good time to let you guys know that there are some doorways leading out of this room, specifically one on each of the walls, and then the way back into the mine shaft is behind you. Um he kind of motions towards one of the one of the uh hallways and kind of just points the chicken bone in that direction. Just go. Got it. Which which one are you uh are you motioning to? Um the left. Okay, and what are you? Uh, what is your stated goal here with, for the uh, the chicken bone? Scout it out. If it comes back, if it comes running back, then I know there's an, there's an issue. But if it just walks back, I know it's probably chill. <laughs> okay, yeah, it uh, it goes. It'll, you just hear it sort of like faint tick tick tick. tick, tick, tick. <laughs> it's just off. While it goes, Thulka's uh, gonna reach into her backpack and say, "That's." really cool how you can do that do you think you could use she pulls out an apple core it's not quite a, a bone bone but if you need anything more he kind of opens up his helmet it doesn't have the x factor <laughs> close the helmet again <laughs> sorry kid um at a 
couple of like probably like 30 or 45 seconds later the wishbone just kind of like toddles back out of the the door and uh if it could shrug it would <laughs> sweet he kind of like motions for it to come back and it kind of like scuttles under his his cloak and is is not seen again <laughs> okay you said this was the room to the left right mm-hmm Okay, yeah, so uh, you guys carry on into this room. Oh, wait, aren't we trying to get the key to go to, to get into this thing? Yes, should we check this room first and see if we see a key? And then if we don't, well, I mean, even if we do, we should check out that left room. Yeah, I agree. We would like to search for keys <laughs> and anything else neat and hidden. Let okay. me use my wisdom! All right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, roll for wisdom. Either either one of you. Can uh, we D twenty trying to get under. Sure. Yeah. You can both uh, search. I succeed by. I succeed by two. Okay. Uh, so together you guys managed to find, uh, four D four worth of gold pieces uh, that have been scattered around, or hidden away in, you know drawers or underneath some of the, the debris. I'll roll up 4d4 real quick because I've got these cute little I barrel got... fours. Oh, yeah, do it. Look at that. Oh, it's a barrel four. What's a barrel four? Uh, it means they're kind of shaped like crystals or barrels. You see that there? Oh, yeah, I figured that. I was making a pun. Oh. <laughs> it's for, it's I mean, for ha -ha, storing things joke. in sand. <laughs> That is... What's, what's a Grecian urn? About seven fifty an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we got 13 gold. Nice. I'll take six. You can take seven. Because stoats don't need money. Oh, are you sure? So what does he need the six for? <laughs> In case stoats need money. <laughs> <laughs> In she case shrugs. I find out I'm wrong. And says, I'm, I'm mostly interested in the artifacts, but you need money to eat. Even stoats, I imagine, sometimes. Maybe. I like trash. Oh, well, that's usually free. Do you still have that apple core? <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely eating the apple core. <laughs> But it's under his helmet, like he's just it, like it's just stuffed into his face. <laughs> he opens, just like, opens he just the helmet, opens a, and just bits of an apple core fall out. Little bit of <laughs> apple juice. Opens his helmet, puts the core into his mouth, and then closes the helmet back. You just hear like munching noises echoing around inside his helmet. I need like a a mobile game based around Vengeance the Stone. Vengeance the Stone. Be super cute. To the left room. Okay, so. To the left room. So if you thought the room you were just in was a uh, a pile of rubble, uh, this room is even worse off. Um, More rubble. There are sort of uh, wooden chests that have been busted open. There's um, what you could probably describe as lockers um, that have been toppled and just bits of stone have crumbled off of the walls. And the room is just a mess of, of debris um, can he use his knife to try to finagle some of the lockers open? Yeah, sure. Um, make me a dexterity roll. Oh, no. 
I, I succeed by one again. Yay. Nice. Yeah, so um, Vengeance is uh, his one dexterity-based skill is lockpicking. He just like stabs the lock a few times (laughs) it's pretty easy when you're as small as he is yeah um it inside this locker is an ornate brass key (gasps) you found it perfect let's head back to the first room he hands it to he he, yeah i'm sorry he hands it to felka she'll take it yes take it Let's go check out this scarf. And so we went to the left. Now we'll bring it back now, y'all. Bring it back now, y'all. Walking All backwards. Right. <laughs> yeah, so this uh this I'm key this, time. Uh, n- this key manages to neatly fit into the uh the lock of the trophy case. I'll open it, kind of open like bracing. It. Open it. He's, he has his fork knives out and like ready to go. Uh, so nothing happens. <sighs> fork knives. Fork hands. Uh, nothing. Um, the uh, the threads of the scarf, when you look at them closely, are almost sort of uh, silken, like shimmering mm. in the light. Um, and the the glyphs almost have sort of a. Uh, luminescent golden kind of sheen to them he kind of puts his his paw on Falco's ankle and says take it child (laughs) she just nods like eyes wide I imagine like the sparkles reflecting as she reaches out and very gently touches the scarf if this kills you I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't kill you uh this isn't um this isn't tomb this isn't tomb of horrors um (laughs) Uh, yeah, you become you... a scarf. Right. The scarf has possessed your body. No! You what are does now it want? Scarf. It straps around the stoat's um. neck. <laughs> and then they just walk out. <laughs> Dungeon <Mission> over. Accomplished. <laughs> uh, but no, you, uh, you, as far as you can tell, it's a, I mean, it's not booby trapped or anything. It, can remove it from the mannequin. I will. You're not sure. It feels special, but you're not sure how. Um, you're not sure if you're able to understand why it's special yet. I don't think any of the spells There's... I have will help me understand. So for now, I'll just put it in my bag. And can I, let's keep um, searching. Can I feel it and like sniff it? And roll wisdom to see if I can discern. Oh, yes, I'm here. very wise. Uh, sure. I I who am wise in the way of scarves. You are a diviner. Uh, I imagine it. you might know some magic yeah, things like, from this place. He like sniffs it. Mm. Oh, he rolls a nat one, which is the best <gasps> possible thing I could do. Woo! Nice. Um, yeah. So you. Managed to decipher out sort of the uh, the runes and glyphs on it. I divine it, if you would. Yes, you managed to divine the meaning of these. Um, We'll say that it imbues uh, Selka with another a new spell. (gasps) He kind of holds it up in his uh, hands and says, "Child, this will give you another spell." 
It'll arm you with power. He kind of like crawls up your, your leg and onto your shoulder and kind of like cups your face in between his paws. Child, use the power well. And he kind of wraps it around you and like oh, uh, in the like a babushka. Little, uh, no, not like a <laughs> not like a babushka, but like the little um. Oh, it's the, my favorite way to do a scarf where you like rope it around and kind of like pull it through. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fold it in half and then pull it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Sherlock, the, the Sherlock like, slipknot. way. Yeah. yeah. He slipped, yeah, he slipped knots it in, and he's like, take it. And he kind of like pats your nose and kind of slips back down. Uh, Thelka, you have, you have gained a new spell. It is uh, Sculpt Snake. Sculpt? That's exciting. You just become really good at like making little like doodads that are snake themed. <laughs> My Etsy shop will be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. So that leaves you guys with the room across from where you came in and a room to the right of where you came in. To the right, to the right, to the right, to the right. Now kick. He kind of holds his arm up, like in a halt position with the fork gleaming in the air. He kind of takes out the chicken bone, kind of asks it to kind of divine the way forward. Go on, kid. Okay, this time it uh, it toddles out into the other room, and then a few seconds later it just comes, like, tumbling out like it's not even pretending to walk like a thing with legs anymore. It's just, like, fly- flopping around and rolling back out of the room. That uh, feels like a bad sign. He kind of he cradles it in his arms and says, Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> my boy! Come on, come on, bone friend. You can take a rest, kind of like how Ash does with Pikachu at the end of every Aww. given Pokemon battle. He kind of just, but instead of a Pokeball, he kind of like puts him inside his cloak. Be careful, child. Should we maybe go to the other room first? Or should I try out this new spell? Hmm. I'm going to try out this new spell. Um, she's going to yeah. hold out her hands. <laughs> And As he, a stoat, he definitely gets on her shoulders, though, because stoats and snakes do not mix. Do not. Um, Bulka is going to close her eyes, and she is going to picture in her many travels of almost dying and being eaten by random monsters, she's going to picture this giant serpent that one time almost swallowed her whole in a desert. And this time she's going to attempt from the rubble um, in the rooms around them to sculpt a snake like that that will protect them. Okay. So you manage... Let's see. Uh, roll roll wisdom for me. Okay, okay, okay. Can I assist her and give her advantage? Hmm. No. Not this oh. time. That's a natural 20. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never been um, so sad. So I'm not going to say that the spell doesn't fizzle, um, but you cast it, and um, instead of this sort of big, impressive snake that you were expecting, um, sort of like the tassel from a, a fallen um, tapestry. tapestry. Yeah, it's like maybe a piece of rope about... Mm. Uh, 12 inches long just uh, animates like a snake and just sort of slithers 
Can you do it again? (laughs) I imagine how this played out. She like held out her hands and like an invisible wind started to stir her long black hair and the like tassels of the scarf started to like twist and writhe and she opened her eyes and they glowed and they all faded and this little like inchworm of a rope just (laughs) (laughs) It's not not even slithering like a snake. It's just itching along like a caterpillar. And she just looks down and goes, oh. Huh. <laughs> I only have so much I can do in a day. Maybe we should just take our new little rope friend and try the other room first. So if I were to put on the scarf, because I have 18 spell slots, um, could I try to put the scarf on? Would it work uh, like You that? could. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put it on, like, and make. I want to like just bundle him turban. up in it. <laughs> on. A... Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. 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 And I'm just gonna hold he, him up, his... swaddled in the scarf. Now you try. And he has his hands out, like his fork hands out, <laughs> ready to cast something. Well, I'm like simbaing him. Um. Really big protector snake, not a snake that will eat us. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am vengeance. <laughs> okay. Suppose I already said that. Um. Okay. Roll wisdom. <coughs> oh! 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 no! And that twenty. No! Is this one gonna oh, no. eat us? <laughs> No. So oh. um, another intro. You you like do the thing. You read off like whatever the glyphs are and everything. But instead of creating a snake or even an inchworm this time, uh, he opens his eyes and looks at his arm, and the wishbone is just like like fused with his arm. Oh. <laughs> such that with such the fork that, there too. Yeah. So that like one curve of the wishbone is coming. <laughs> down under his forearm and the other one is going up under <sighs> his forearm. Uh, With the fork seemed... on top and the and the paw still there? Yeah. Yeah, your arm is still normal, but now there's just two ends of a wishbone coming out of either side of it. Ouch. Is it, does it hurt? No. You just seem to have combined the wishbone with your arm. Wow. Maybe There's gotta be we... a boon here somewhere. <laughs> Can I try? Silver. So that was one spell slot, right? Yeah. Um, can I try to cast a spell again to undo that? Uh, yeah, you can try and reverse it. Uh, I succeed. Okay, so you uh, you like do the magic words and everything, and then uh, just like basically pull it like not gruesomely, but just apart from your yeah, <laughs> apart from your arm is just a, a wishbone again. I I wasn't a fan of that. The Uh, wishbone kind of like does its equivalent of shaking its head. Um, What (laughs) spell is this? That was combine. uh, Let's see, combine self and bones. Did that give him? That's really. Did the scarf give him a different spell? Yes. Oh. If Mm. I put the scarf back on, does it give me another different spell? 
Uh, no. When okay. you put the scarf back on, it, it gives you back um, sculpt snakes. Okay. I see. That's Ooh. fascinating. Either way, I don't think either spell is going to help us with whatever's in that room right now, so should we go straight ahead? Wait a minute. And he removes his helmet and stuffs it in your backpack, and he's going to cast Combined Bone again, holding <laughs> the wishbone to his head to give him antlers. Oh, that'd be cool. And okay. I succeed. <laughs> All right, yeah. You successfully graft antlers into yourself. So now you've got the bone that you uh, that you used to, like, you basically just grafted a... Um, Antenna. A dowsing rod into your head. And you can basically. just like do sense with it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's like it just like vibrates like a tuning fork when you uh, when you divine with it. Amazing. I am vengeance. I am vengeance. You do find that your helmet doesn't fit anymore. Oh no. It kinda just sits on the top of my head. Like yeah. It just... He like hey. tries to put it down over the antlers and it just stops where mm. the antlers are. He, I might need to. I might need to take those out at some point. <laughs> uh, what do you sense about this other room? Well, um, and he kind of has to cast again to remove the wishbone. No, you should be able to use it, like the the like oh, turning oh, forward. Yeah, no, you can yeah. still just use it. Yes, no. He he leans it, down. It doesn't have to walk around. Yeah, he like leans I said, down. Now, and now it just sort of vibrates like a uh, like a tuning fork yeah. or a dowsing rod. Yeah, just like flick it. Um, let's see. Okay, so you don't sense any immediate danger in the next room. You know, it might be easier because uh, I like my helmet. He's going to cast it one more time and just put it into his tail. Okay. That works. Now the tail's kind of like yeah, it looks, it's better. Now his tail just has like a little fork at the end of it. Yeah. Well, like hits it against this... something and it makes a noise. It's just... Whenever, whenever he's trying to like cast bones, it just wiggles in the air. Yes. <laughs> we'll head into this straightforward right. room. All right. So moving forward, you, uh, you see a brilliantly decorated and somehow still very polished uh, gate um, has a an ornate keyhole in the middle of it, similar to the one that you uh, saw in the display case. I'll go um, try this key in the keyhole. But it's it's not just um, like straight up and down vertical archway. It's sort of angled, almost like a a, a cellar, basically. Mm. Seems to lead downward is basically what I'm getting at. Okay. I'll try the key. Okay. Uh, again, the key, uh, even though the lock is a different size, the key sort of, when you insert it, it expands to fit the lock. That's nifty. I need Magical one of those. Key. And, and you're able to just sort of swing the, uh, the two halves of the gate open. Um, let's see. Uh, from up ahead, you hear a uh, a scratching noise. So, uh, Vengeance is gonna kind of like brandish his forks and say, "You want to get nuts?" Shing. 
I think we're gonna have to. And she pulls out her, her little hand crossbow and she's shaking a little bit, holding the scarf with her other hand. Hmm. He right, comes so guys... stealthily in, ready to stab something. All right. And she'll so creep guys... along behind him. Advance slowly forward down these sort of stone, rough-hewn stone steps. And uh, you come out into a room that looks kind of like a wizard's or alchemist's lab. Um, there's crates of supplies. There's ex tables of experiments long since dried up or evaporated. Mm. Um, there's also, facing away from you, is a man-sized uh, rodent-looking creature. Is it dressed like a wizard? It is not dressed like a wizard. It's it in naked. fact has no clothes on. Oh. It's in the buff. <gasps> um, can he hmm. He can't liquid Well I'm sure these rooms are filled with haunted stuff, so what he's gonna do is he's going to cast liquefy ghost at the on the ghost of the wizard which is probably somewhere around here which he's hoping is right above the rat thing <laughs> okay um let me see it just falls like in the corner somewhere like <laughs> ah, Splorch. Well, okay yeah uh roll wisdom Succeed. Uh, what was your roll? Seven, so I succeed by 11. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you sort of take the sort of similar to what uh, Thilka did, the memory of this place, and kind of weaponize it. You take the memories of these experiments, uh, these bubbling cauldrons and uh, um, beakers and things, these you know, like those, all of the different weird looking glass vessels that you would see in a, uh, you take the memory of all of these different experiments and just sort of coalesce them together and just let them drop onto this, uh, this creature. Before he it, does uh, that, if I may at least try as I see what he's doing to get him to stop before we attack this rodent, it's like hold the liquid. Like I'll put out I'm my like hand and say, wait. Ready. So like the liquid's like I'm primed and ready. Yeah, I'm primed and ready to go with that. Like my hands are up in a like magical position, and my tail's like wiggling. <laughs> and I'll try to speak to the rodent, since I speak and or I understand all languages. I'll say hello. It. Uh, <laughs> let's see what's. Uh... We mean no harm. If you mean no harm. It turns and uh chitters and growls at you. It's sort of, it's clearly uh um aggressive. That's harm, that's harm, that's harm! And he kinda like <laughs> releases all the things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, so it, it splashes down on it, um, dealing a D6 damage. Nice. Six, baby. Noise. Baby. I think 
at let's get nuts and he kind of jumps with his four cans onto the creature <laughs> i think just at him saying let's harm let's harm let's harm Thelka would have squeaked and like pulled the trigger of her crossbow <laughs> okay so um ultimately the series of events that happens here is <laughs> it turns chitters at you uh vengeance freaks out releases the uh this whatever like caustic acidic ball of of memory it drops down sort of essentially just like liquefies all of the the hair and flesh uh, off of this thing uh, and then uh, and then felka like shoots a, a crossbow <laughs> bolt at it that just sort of bounces off of its uh, now bare skeleton felka oh. just looking Did horrified cross- <laughs> what about the two forks that go plunging into this guy's flesh well, there was so there's no not flesh. really any flesh. So so vengeance is just sort of like yanking off pieces of its skeleton and like waving oh. them around. It's just <laughs> okay. attacking, just a, just attacking like an anatomy mannequin, uh, basically. Uh, uh, Look, it's just making horrified sounds as like bones go flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like dodges like, one as it goes clink off the wall behind her. Yeah, just like a rib just bounces off of her forehead. <laughs> oh. He, oh. He kind of like regains his composure and just says, These streets make me sick. (laughs) (laughs) I guess just like hyperventilating. (laughs) (laughs) He he grabs the the skull and just says, I want you to tell your friends about me. He just chucks it. New helmet. (laughs) New helmet. Ah, uh, because he's a nice silver helmet that actually mm-hmm. protects him. Thelka, mm-hmm. after that um, is a lot of pulling ooh, out a paper ooh, bag wait. and breathing for a little bit, <laughs> is going to see if there's anything, anything neat, any ancient artifacts. If he were in to, this com- room. if he were to grab the claws and knife and skeleton hands off this, and replace the forks in his hands with actual like retractable claws, a la Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> what would that uh look like in terms of my damage? Um Well say that'd be a D six plus advant D six with advantage damage instead of just a D six. Nice. Um he like slowly and dramatically like picks up a few pieces of like sharp rat finger and s- slowly removes the four cans and kinda puts them in his cloak while whispering well done, boys. And kind of <laughs> wiggles his hands and casts uh, combined flesh and bone, or self and bone. Combined self and bone, yeah. You can't, <laughs> oh, you can't put bone into other people, yes. just yourself. And, so now, and then raises his hands, which are like basically like little <laughs> bloody skeleton spikes sticking out of his hands now. Oh my gosh. He goes, at last, my hands are complete. In the background, Thelka just sneezes <laughs> as she's like looking through dusty stuff. Okay, I love um, how it's basically like very uh, unnecessary additional claws to claws that you already <laughs> yeah, have. You literally already have claws, but these claws ones on are claws. retractable. <laughs> um, so as you uh, you uh, 
Rebecca, I think you said Thelka was like searching through the all of like the dusty stuff. So uh, you don't find much, but you do find a healing potion. Ooh, that's handy. And before you ask, how do you know it's a healing potion? It happens to have a little label on it that says healing potion. <laughs> how convenient. Well, vengeance. Should we go back into that last room? Because our episode time is almost up? I mean, <laughs> because we have to search this whole mine. <laughs> well, so there's, there's a, uh, a... The room continues further down um, out is, of the wizard lab. So there's the way back, and then there's also a way forward. Is there a nice neon sign that just points in that direction and says finale here? <laughs> you yes. should ask the bones which one says finale room. Like, good episode ender <laughs> I feel like that's something you could yeah, totally that, I mean, that is how the, the bones work. You basically ask it where something is, and it leads you to it. Well, now I have bones on my tail, but now also additional bones in my hands. And to be honest, I'm also made up of bones. Um, and <laughs> no. so, yeah, but those bones are already combined with you, so... It's true. And so he, he kind of like now raises his hands up and just like... <laughs> and kind of just raises it up and kind of just steals out. He just says... It's this way. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> scuttles off further into the, uh, the dungeon. I'll follow behind with the um, torch. He just, needs someone t- he just needs someone who can like make bones into like adamantium, and he'll be all good to go. Yeah, I can breathe so, stone. You guys. Ooh. Wait, please, that's please, metal. Please, please, please. <laughs> hey, real quick. Metal is a type of stone. Uh, could I? Is there metal in this room? Uh, yeah, there's, you know, some uh, brass knickknacks and things like that. I'd like, I'd like to take... wire stands for things. Some of these knickknacks, especially if I can find any steel. Um, but bronze is also uh, a good good for weapons. They did that in the bronze it's mostly, age. Uh, it's, it's mostly like brass and tin. Yeah. And I'm going to take it in my hands and take a deep breath. And I'd like to flavor it that, like, it turns to dust and she inhales it and then breathe mm-hmm. out and it continues as dust towards his bone claws and I would like to tip them with this metal. Okay. Uh, so this is your breathe stone yes. spell? Okay. Make a wisdom check because that's a... Uh, a little bit of a stretch. It's pretty refined. If Yeah, if you're going to call it stone, it is pretty refined. Can I go. give her assistance? Because I could give her wisdom as her sage stoat. Sort of like a, fam- I think vengeance is sort of like a familiar, <laughs> like a, you know, it's a two. Yeah, nice. I succeed yeah, by so ten. Delka, uh, sort of creatively, almost like um, in the last Airbender, where they can like see the. Imp- Purities in the metal just sort of like is able to stretch her magical ability and sort of use it to um kind of creatively bend the rules of physics basically or the the rules of magic itself and just sort of kind of breathes in this uh this metal and then sort of casts it onto uh onto uh vengeance's claws now we're ready for the finale room 
hold her torch in one hand and her crossbow in the other. He look he looks kind of wondrously at his at his new hands. He kind of puts his paw up to like meet your hand and looks you in the eyes and just says, "Thank you, child." She'll take his little paw between her forefinger and her thumb and give it a little squeeze and say, "Let's end this with a bang." He just like looks at her and just ching, <laughs> and we'll go into the next room. Um, we both have a lot of health left. Yeah, I mean, this is mostly just sort of a. We just get you know. shot. Oh my God. <laughs> it's an it's an interlude episode. I'm not really trying to like kill you guys or anything. Oh, that's yet. Sweet. We're just trying to te- we're just trying to tell a little story here. Yeah. Now I want to um, see more vengeance though. I know. Maybe you will. And and Thelka. Yeah. Um, the the tales of vengeance and Thelka could just end up being like a recurring segment for us. Um, That'd be fun. I'm actually weirdly on board. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys continue. It takes you further down. Um, and as you descend along this sort of winding cavernous path, the temperature is increasing. Um before it was sort of cool because it, you were away from the sun deep inside this mountain. But as you get farther and farther down, the temperature increases and increases until it's like, you know, it's still, it's not hurting you, but it is hot. And you come out onto this outcropping that sort of overlooks what you thought was a volcano was actually sort of the hollowed out inside of this mountain. And you see down below a massive uh, serpentine form sort of coiled up. Uh, It seems to be asleep. Its head is resting. You know how snakes will be coiled up and then they'll just rest their head on their their coil. Mm. And smoke is sort of like billowing out of its uh its nostrils um and up and out of the the opening up at the top um that you thought was the mouth of the volcano um and then sort of off to the side in the center of this outcropping is a uh, a charred corpse hmm. what does it look like like what uh well it looks pretty charred Like, is it humanoid? Yes, it is humanoid. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. How fresh does it look? Does it look like it's been there for many, many years? Um, yes. It's not actively smoking or steaming. Um, it's basically carbonized. Like, like, like stone, carbonized one might body. say. Um, supposedly, yeah. I mean, if we can interpret metal as stone, you can certainly incorporate (laughs) every uh, mineral. Like shark, you can (laughs) interpret charred remains as stone. Is uh, if it looks like a stone and it talks like a stone, then I, I guess it's a stone. I'm gonna motion for vengeance to get up on my shoulder so I can talk very quietly to him. He does so very quietly. This is a beautiful creature, but I think we can guess it's territorial. 
We shouldn't mess with it. But if we can, maybe we can identify that body and bring it back to its family. Cat just grunts very lowly, and you can tell he's shaking. Do I think that we would at all be able to identify this burnt body, or that it might just be better off leaving it here? It is basically featureless. Like, it's imagine sort of like the bodies at Pompeii. Oh, I've seen those. They're not great. Oof. Yeah. If I understand correctly, I think we found the lair of a fire-breathing dragon. We should leave. Yep. Let's run. It kind of scutters onto her shoulder. Yeah, and they're like running out. Like a poof of black ash just where they'd been standing. (laughs) And just like uh, as you guys take off, like your footsteps fade away into the back into the the dungeon. Uh, The dragon just sort of like in a whether it's dreaming or whether it noticed that somebody was there, just sort of like just sort of sighs out a little. small gout of flame and then just goes back to like whatever dream it was having and then uh, as they're running out again uh like like he um vengeance is like panting even though you're the one doing the running he's like okay okay good thinking remember a good adventure always runs away when they see a dragon take a note from the guy against the wall (laughs) (laughs) we we sort of see like you guys retreat from like a low camera angle down at the bottom, we see way up. You guys just like take off and disappear. And what the viewer notices, but our characters don't notice, is the glint of uh, the legendary blade sort of amongst the coils of this dragon mm-hmm. as you guys disappear back into the uh, the depths of the the caves and going to the to the roasted tavern. In the town, it's slightly crispy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Enjoy some ironically that undercooked was wonderful. food. That was yeah, real fun. That was, uh, that was Blade in the Burning Peak. We Woo. definitely need to make this a reoccurring segment if Dylan ever gets really sick again. <laughs> yeah. And even besides that, I think we should uh, play this game some more because I've got, honestly, if it does become like a, a recurring segment, I've just got tons of random stuff random situations to just chuck uh, Vengeance and Delka into. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. They might not always, they might not always still have, you know, like uh, adamantium claws and things and bones <laughs> fused into them. Like that. I don't want to bring back, I love Vengeance. I, I like the tales of Vengeance. I like collecting of Delka and all their Vengeance. little yeah. items. Yeah. Um, thank you, listeners, for joining us for this one shot. Yeah, thanks for thanks for humoring us with some uh, some fantasy flights of fancy goofiness. Um, again, check out uh, the game with the name that the rhymes Ill- with illegitimate sons son. <laughs> by Micah Anderson. Um, it's very it's very inexpensive game to get into there's lots of adaptations of classic D modules for it um things I, like i really liked this one i feel like it had a lot of personality and it wasn't doom and gloomy which mm-hmm. i liked yeah 
Yeah. Kind of like kind of like Morkborg and Into the Odd, but a little bit more. There's a little bit more substance to it, and a lot yeah, of kind of fun. There's some room for uh, some humor. Um, since the game, like the game, um, Micah Anderson's sort of credo, um, I think they write it in the beginning of all of their books. Basically, is um, I trust you. It's basically his way of saying, or their way of saying that, like. Yes, the rules are bare bones. Yes, the dungeons are bare bones. But I trust you to come up with something. I trust you to make something mm-hmm. of this for the DM and the players. Like, I trust your ability to interpret this and to make it into what you want it to be. Nice. Well, I enjoyed that. Thank you, Cam. Thank, thank you, you so Rebecca, much. for playing. And yeah. Thank you, dear listener, for listening. Please uh, like and follow us on all the social medias. I think we have them listed in our description. We will be back very soon, hopefully in the next week, with another episode of uh, Minions and Misfits, where we kind of continue our story in the Maywood. So please do join us for that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please do all the good things for this podcast. Share it with your friends. Comment. Subscribe. Those are very helpful to us. But we appreciate you, and we hope you enjoyed this journey with us. Until next time. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Bye. See you all next week.